honestly. god like you went silent and it was just me like I'm pretty sure like (laughs) it's so funny because I feel like when I like listen back when I'm like cutting weird silences or things yeah (laughs) like the beginning it's like it chooses the louder voice at the time it does (laughs) yeah I've noticed that like with the highs and the buys sometimes it's like just me and I'm like this is really upsetting actually (laughs) miss our harmonies I know. Harmony. Oh my god, so harmonious. Like we said last week, you have to like just go in and cut a high from one of our old episodes because like, this that is will fool you. Not working. Just um, the audio quality. <laughs> like, drastically high. different. We're suddenly in a tin can. Although I love it's that. Very good with Zoom. It hasn't been too bad. The recording through Zoom has definitely made a difference, and it's the fact that us. it's changed us, and the fact that we both have mics, I think that's helpful. Yeah. So, um, anyway, welcome back to another episode of Honestly, a podcast with Zoe and Logan. That was Logan, and that was Zoe. Look at us! Here we are, here. back matching. again. We are matching. We you are can't very see, much, but we're matching. Very much in sync today. N-I-S-N-I-S-Y-N-C <laughs> with our that ensemble. Was so upsetting. But I've never felt older than I did from that TikTok. No, it's like yeah, like there are like a lot of things where it's like, oh my god, I feel so old. And it's like, but I know that like I'm really not. It's like like we're 26. Yeah. But like that TikTok where the kid said N-S-Y-N-C instead of saying in sync, like the it band. Aged, it aged me. I literally years. like you know the Snapchat filter that like makes you look like an old woman. I was like, yes, that is very much me how now. I feel. I like, and that other one where they're like, this is for the older generation on TikTok. And I mean like people <laughs> like late 90s it was like the older generation. Oh I guess like if you think about it though, like I don't know. Like when I was 15 or 16 I guess I probably thought people who were like 26 were like I was like whoa that's like crazy (laughs) like I just like maybe I don't think if I necessarily thought they were like old as in like elderly but I was just like whoa like they're like crazy grown up yeah exactly and now that I'm 26 now that I'm 26 I'm like oh baby (laughs) it's like you did not know (laughs) you did not they did a good job fooling you yeah no it was uh it was a good a good myth that they (laughs) You really do think that you're going to have your shit together by the time you're, like, in your 20s. Yeah, I was going to have a home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was my own. Dogs, you know. Yeah. (laughs) That was really the dream. Well, it's so funny because, like, I, like follow like a lot of like influencers who are like a similar age and like like I mentioned last week like Samantha Samantha Ravendahl is like pregnant and she's like a year older than us and then like this influencer I follow (laughs) follow (laughs) (laughs) I follow Nitsan she's like I think she's 26 like she's our age she got engaged like back in the summer it's like 
these things keep happening to people that are like my age and I'm like oh my god that's crazy it's like literally like the <laughs> clip from like Broad City where she's just like get married what am I a child <laughs> bride Lincoln I'm Lincoln. 27 yeah. like that's yeah. very much how I feel when like somebody my age like gets engaged or like has like a baby I'm just like oh that's like okay hi teen mom like <laughs> I'm like that's inappropriate and then I like and then I think about it for a second and I'm like oh no this is actually like a very yeah, normal age very to like normal. be getting married or like be having kids if like that's what you're into <laughs> it's not personally what I'm into but like I guess I'm happy for you yeah I mean like I think like the idea of like having a child is like beautiful and like maybe something I would explore like years from now <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day I'm like I don't know like maybe when I'm 33 I'll feel prepared to like have a child but yeah. right now I no. don't think so. No. <laughs> I just moved back home with my mommy. Like <laughs> my mommy. I can't have oh. a baby right now. No. No, that's God. deranged. <laughs> like I'm still a baby myself. Like I'm yeah. refuse to believe. No. I'm 17 in my head. Yeah. No. And I it hasn't gone past that. But like I know that I'm not 17, but like if someone were to ask me how old I am, my immediate thought is 17 and that's not correct. <laughs> yeah, no, I do feel like I'm kind of like perpetually stuck at like 18, like yeah. beginning of university. I feel like that's kind of where I am. And like I'll like think about it and I'm like, "Oh, uh we like finished high school and started university 8 years ago." Yeah, that's that doesn't really compute. <laughs> Like I have be now, I have now been out of university longer than I was in university. Yeah, I was there so for scary. <laughs> I was there for like three and a half years, and I've now been out for like five years. No, <laughs> no, that's alarming. Sorry, no. <laughs> like that, I will not be accepting it. It doesn't compute. It doesn't. No, no, no. It doesn't make sense in the old noggin. You know? No, it's not. It's not adding up. <laughs> It, no, it's it's really not, and it's just like it's it's so interesting to just see the trajectory that each of us is on. <laughs> so many lives are different than than what I would have imagined. Yeah, I mean, like that being said, though, I'm not unhappy with where I am right now. I mean, no. I wouldn't. I'd prefer to not be in a pandemic right now, but you know, a damn pandemic, a damn pandemic. But, you know, I'm not like, oh, woe is me. I'm not married and having children. Yeah. Like that, like that honestly isn't appealing to me right now. No. The I, thought of that, I'm like, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. No, like the thought of me having a child or getting married yeah. makes me feel embarrassed. Like no. I'm like, oh, no. No, People the concept, looking at me getting married. The no. concept of weddings is really embarrassing. No, it's so stressful. Like for me, like, I mean, like I like if other like other weddings are beautiful like I'm happy yeah, to go I to love, them yeah love a wedding but no like the idea of like me getting married having to stand up in front of no. my friends and family and like say my vows no like don't look at me that's don't so personal it's it too intimate it's disgusting no it's disgusting no I don't want that that don't should look be at me. that should be private like I that's don't illegal. that is illegal is that's that allowed highly illegal <laughs> no it's not no. no, I won't stand for it. Oh my god, that's that's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Really went through something there. Um, how are you doing? Um, I'm okay. I just feel like every single week I'm like more exhausted than the last time we had a recording. Yeah, <laughs> like just pure watching everyone just have a shared burnout is very interesting. 
Um, We're all going through it to the utmost degree. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I I have to agree (laughs) with that. I was like, what can I even add to that? Um, (laughs) No, it's just like, I have these moments where I just kind of like will be sitting here like doing my silly little job. Yeah. And I'm like, how insane is it that like we are living through a global pandemic and I still have to sit here and do these silly little tasks? The fact that it will be March so soon is highly upsetting because I feel like at the same time that it has been like so long and like we're trapped in our homes, Mm -hmm. it's also like, how did this go so quickly like oh my god no this year has flown by like like in the moment in the moment it's felt like it's gone by really slowly because like every day seems to drag on yes but like looking back (laughs) on grand scheme grand scheme this year has gone by faster than any other I can think of and I'm like how is it even possible I've been sitting inside for like nine months doing nothing I we could have had a baby (laughs) we I know I know like People have like like Rob Beauty Christie just gave yes! birth. Like she literally yes! carried an entire baby to term during this pandemic. <laughs> oh god, it's insane. It's insane. It's insane. It's I don't get it. I don't get what's happening, Mm-mm. but I am tired. <laughs> I will say that. I know that for certain that I am tired. I am tired. <laughs> and I'm also like a broken record because mm. I'm just like increasingly irritated by people and they're like not following guidelines mm-hmm. yeah and we're like approaching Christmas rapidly <laughs> I would say <laughs> I would and say I that. know that people I'm gonna have to go on Instagram and see people doing dumb shit that they shouldn't be doing yeah and that makes me upset <laughs> it's really funny because like <laughs> Like, obviously, this pandemic's been, like, really weird. Like, let me just state the obvious. I'm like, whoa, like, what a crazy experience this Wild. has been. Um, you know, and it's been, like, an adjustment. It's, like, there's so many things that, like, I just haven't done for nine months that I used to do all the time. Like, go outside. Um, <laughs> Being the main one. You know, so it's just, like, there's been, like, a lot of adjustments. But, like, I thought of this back over Thanksgiving and I said it to my mom. I was just like, honestly, holidays are the one thing that this pandemic hasn't fucked up for us because it's always just the two of us anyway. Like, I feel I feel so badly for people like with big families like you, yeah. like you have like a big family, usually spend yeah. the holidays like with your like extended family. I feel horribly for people who have like large families that like they theoretically shouldn't be spending the holidays yeah. with whether they choose yeah. to do that or not. That's a different story. But it's like for me, it's like it's a two-person holiday no matter what so like you're like the one thing the one thing the pandemic hasn't completely like uprooted for me you're like I got you on this one pandemic I was like you know what take that for this instance I'm prepared you can't take this away from me It did take away our Christmas Eve, though. I know. That's the one thing it did. I was saying that to my mom the other day. Like, you know, the last couple of years, like, I've, like, Zoe and her family have come over and um, we've had, like, a little, like, Christmas Eve thing with, like, my mom and myself and them. And it's been great. And then, like, last year when I was at the apartment, I had Zoe and Allie over for, like, a little pre-Christmas, like, dinner and drinks thing. And it was really cute. And we did our gift exchange. And that was something that I was, like, looking forward to doing again this year. And, you know, like, usually, like, my mom and I will, like, go to, like, a movie on Christmas. Like, that's something that we've started doing. And so it's, like, all these, like, little traditions that, like, I've kind of 
picked up in the last few years. It's like, oh, these are just gone out the window. <laughs> Our gingerbread house is gone. We can't do it. Honestly, that's probably for the best. It's in the cupboard, but we can't do it. Like, we have it, but we can't do it. It's fine. She'll just, she'll be waiting for us for next year. No gobstopper roof this time. I literally was just revisiting that picture the other day where I tweeted it and I was like, could a depressed person make this? This? Yeah. They could. It takes takes two depressed people to make a whack-ass gingerbread house with a gobstopper box roof. Full of candy. Just like inside (laughs) because we didn't have anywhere to put it. Just pour oh that was delightful it's a dark time but yeah. it was beautiful <laughs> I like that like that that was a dark time but it was gonna get so much darker and we had no we idea. had no idea <laughs> we had no idea we weren't prepared uh, the stopper roof actually is what caused this I think yeah. we're just figuring that out now <laughs> like it is our bad no, that is uh, apologies on our behalf. It was our gobstopper roof um, gingerbread house that caused the it pandemic. Caused corona. <laughs> How are you? Um, I'm okay. I mean, same feelings as you. It's, I mean, it's what a, it's, it's a year. It's been a year. Yeah. Um, and I'm very much in holiday mood. Mood. Very much in holiday <laughs> mood. <laughs> the fuck. Very much in holiday mode. <laughs> Um, you know, even though like Christmas is still like three and a half weeks away, actually closer to three weeks. Um, but like, I'm just like, oh no, like I'm on vacation. Like I don't need to work. (laughs) No, like it's any motivation that I had that like I was clinging to like any scraps gone, Mm -hmm. gone. gone. No. And it's like, it snowed here in Toronto the other day, like December 1st, it was like snow just all day. a beautiful covering of snow and I was like it's Christmas baby I'm not working <laughs> no time to watch movies like I just, just want to lay down I just want to like be either like in my bed or on the couch watching Christmas movies with a blanket with a blanket a hot drink drinking hot chocolate preferably yeah. with Bailey's in it like I just working doesn't fit into that equation <laughs> no I it's not the vision that I personally have no. for doesn't, us doesn't but make like, sense with my fantasy I'm sorry <laughs> Yeah, no. I don't see it for me, but thank no, you. I don't. But I'm <laughs> thank so you for happy. the suggestion. Thank you so much. No, stay curious, stay questioning. <laughs> it's so, so important. Ask questions. <laughs> um, mute. Yeah, no holiday mute. <laughs> it feels um, very like Forever Twenty One shirt with like a cat on it, like holiday mute, mute, and then the cat's <laughs> like, like wearing cat. like a Santa hat. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. No, I did. Um, uh, so Glossier, they do a Black Friday sale every year. So of course I was like, gotta buy things <laughs> for, from Glossier. I bought, bought a bunch of makeup that I'm not going to wear anytime soon because where am I going? But um, you'll have it when you can. But I'll have it. And it was so funny because I was like ordering stuff and I was like, oh, the one thing I actually like could use from Glossier that I should get one of while it's on sale is their eye cream because I use that on a daily basis. Did I buy it during the Black Friday sale? No, absolutely forgot. Just completely forgot so no. didn't, didn't get that didn't get a nice little 25 percent discount on that and then today Glossier launched like some holiday stuff and so of course I had to buy it because I am a slut for Glossier no matter what be. <laughs> and so um I was like oh perfect placing another Glossier order I'll get the eye cream do you think I got the eye cream no I forgot for a second Logan. time <laughs> I got so caught up in the holiday (laughs) things that I forgot the one thing that I actually need. 
no so now i have a ton of like eye makeup on route yeah i have um a fucking necklace with a gold g on it and Ooh. some lip gloss Love and i that. have a trio of bomb.coms which i absolutely those are all on route can't wait to get those my eyes will be just dehydrated though because i forgot to get the no. eye cream twice here's the thing though i have a chance to redeem myself because they have a holiday sweater that they're launching next week but oh. of course i will be purchasing because i'm trash um Logan, set an <laughs> alarm that just says i cream yeah no like i'm gonna need to like wallpaper my life with post-it notes that remind me to get it because um if i forget for a third time i will kill myself <laughs> i will be deactivating all my credit cards oh my god absolutely insane um anyway <laughs> anywho uh, what what content have you been consuming this past week, what my dear I friend? Consumed? Um, not a lot. More <laughs> TLC, of course. Ninety Day Fiance, mm-hmm. <laughs> the other way, the other way. More of that transpired, of course. I love a mama's boy. Sure. That too. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing about TLC that I'm not loving is that they have that Doctor Pimple Popper show. And mm-hmm. so, like, in between, like, commercials, you'll just see, like, a big cyst being Oof. opened. And yes. I don't... Personally, that's not for me. I, <laughs> I respect say, who it is soothing for, but I makes me feel sick. I will say, like, I, I generally find stuff like that, like, appealing to watch. But even some of, like, her videos, because sometimes I'll, like, go on her Instagram. Yeah. And, I'll, like, and even some of those, like, make me feel quite ill. <laughs> no, because it's, like, not even just, like, oh, a little pimple. No, they're, like, big boys. It's, like, a big cyst on, like, the side of someone's face that she has to, like, cut open and, like, pop something out. I'm, like, I... No. Because then, like, anything I see on my body, I'm, like, that's gonna be that. Yeah. No, there was one day where I, like ended up on the Dr. Pimple Popper Instagram page and I was just like scrolling through having a grand old time and then like I like started to get like really upset but like I just like couldn't stop scrolling but I was like this is like actively upsetting me. (laughs) Speaking of actively upsetting, TikTok. (laughs) But on TikTok I saw this thing that was like if these things make you uncomfortable it's this like phobia mm-hmm. and it's like animatronic things underwater oh. and I was like yes yeah, yeah yeah this always made me uncomfortable and it's like clip and it's specifically there's the jaws ride on there and I'm like yes <laughs> the concept of me falling into that water with yeah. an animatronic shark is scarier to me than if I fell with like an actual shark really there's just something where I was like you can't there's nothing <laughs> is this no. the same phobia uh like there because I know there's a phobia of like man-made objects in yeah. water is that yeah, what this yeah. is yeah because Samantha Robindahl has that she is like terrified of man-made objects it really in water. scares me like and I, like I like I kind of get it I kind of get it like like we're all like, certain images I'll see like when people are yeah. like oh like do you have this I'll like look at them like oh that's like unsettling for sure so I don't know what it is about it yeah there's something very creepy there's something very creepy and it's just like if uh, there was one that they showed and it was like I guess a ride at Disney that was like in the water Mm -hmm. like the tracks in water it started to sink oh so like there's like all the the, all the people got like paid damages or whatever for like their clothing or yeah personal belongings whatever they had because they're all like standing on the ship that's like sinking and 
no like it just really upsets me the things under that's so interesting there's some of them like some of them I don't get like there's like pictures of like propellers that have like sunk or something yeah in yeah the water. I've seen and, those like, before that doesn't creep me out it's just yeah. a propeller but like <laughs> something that's like made to look like a dragon that's underwater I don't want anything I draw to the do line. with that and like it's just a propeller but I'm scared of an animatronic dragon like yeah okay <laughs> listen phobias aren't rational so They're not. and it's just like I didn't realize that that was like a thing that people had I just thought I was scared I of like getting hurt by the jaws thing if I sure <laughs> sure 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 but. yeah no that is like such an interesting one I didn't know about it until relatively recently either and then I was like hmm there was a guy who fell into the jaws ride yeah and like couldn't get out and ended up getting all like beaten up from the the animatronic shark because it's like on a schedule like it knows when it's supposed to like pop up so like he couldn't get out of the way there's so many wires and tracks and things oh god but that's yeah tiktok i'm just finding out new things every day that's my learning you're learning about yourself i love that what about you what culture um, have you been consuming? Okay. I finally finished my rewatch of Gossip Girl last week. Yes. Um, what an iconic show. I can't say enough good things about it. Um, it was truly such a delight to rewatch and watch in its entirety because when it was originally on, I only watched like the first like three seasons of it. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's great. The last couple of seasons they just descend fully into like campy madness. soap opera <laughs> madness. Like it's truly like brilliant. That. Um like there are people pretending to be other people and there then there are people that j- come back from the dead. Like it's there's so much going Love on. That. It's absolutely stunning. Um I probably said this like when I first started rewatching it but like I truly don't know like a better time capsule of the time that it was on like it just so beautifully sums up 2007 until 2012 like yeah the clothes the music the flip phones and slidey phones like just everything it's so beautiful to watch like truly watching the first episode of Gossip Girl is like that's as close to time travel as we're gonna get okay like (laughs) I believe it I believe it it's just it's such a trip to watch um and so rewatching it was just absolutely wonderful the last season is absolute chaos and of course as everyone knows um Dan is the one who's gossip girl all along which yeah is um <laughs> I knew that because I remember it was such a big deal like when it ended originally and everybody was like yeah. Dan is gossip girl and I was like that doesn't make sense <laughs> Um, that doesn't check out (laughs) it doesn't track and what I loved so much about it is like now that I like watched it all the way through and like really saw it get up to that point I was like this literally doesn't make sense (laughs) this was like a last minute decision that y'all made like when you were writing the final season because it was like a short season and you're like we need to figure out who Gossip Girl is and I love it because I didn't know like how it was gonna end like in terms of like what everyone's reaction to like Dan being Gossip Girls be but like in my mind, I was like, they're going to find out he's Gossip Girl and he's going to be an outsider once again. Like, he has worked so hard to, like, get in. Get in there. And be a part of this world. But, like, once they find out that he's Gossip Girl, like, he's going to be on the outs again looking in. Like, it's going to be, like, a full circle moment. Yeah. Like, I thought it was, was going to be, like, really, like, poetic. poetic. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first mistake. Um, No, they find out he's Gossip Girl and it's basically just, like, okay. 
there's like hey. <laughs> there's just like anticlimactic it was so like, anticlimactic i was like this man has spent the last six seasons writing torment. like tormenting you writing yeah. heinous things about all of you like including himself which again like it doesn't track um i was like he literally like outed the fact that like his sister lost her virginity to chuck bass like so many things and i'm like all of these things and you're just like okay that's cool you're like, like oh cool side hustle yeah it's like, important it was insane so like that was very anticlimactic but i mean it's just <laughs> it's a really fun show um i've now started rewatching the oc because i need to complete my trifecta of veronica mara's yeah. gossip girl in the oc so i'm like halfway through the first season of the oc i also forgot how long the first season of the oc is it's like 26 episodes how many seasons are there it was only on for four seasons. Okay. Um, but yeah, the first season's like 26 episodes, which like even for like a show back in like the 2000s, like those ran for like at most like maybe 24 episodes. Yeah. More often like 22, but 26 episodes. I was like, that's like, You could have edited it a bit. You could have worked, worked with it. But it's so funny, like, watching Gossip Girl and the OC back-to-back. Because, of course, they're created by the same people, Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage. Um, although I think, the actually, the OC was only created by Josh Schwartz. But Stephanie Savage was, like, a producer on it. Um, and they aired basically back-to-back. Like, the OC finished and then Gossip Girl, I think, started, like, the following season. Yeah. And it's just, it's so funny because, like, the OC it's like you know like these wealthy families in orange county like in newport california and stuff like that and it's like the like displays of wealth on the oc are like so like cute almost <laughs> compared to like what they then did in gossip yeah. world because gossip world's like you're dealing with literally like millionaires and yeah. it's like the displays of wealth are just so much more grand in gossip girl so it's like really funny it's just like oh my god in the oc you're like driving Aww. yourself around that's so that's cute. cute let me get my driver <laughs> yeah so it's really it's fun i'm happy to be rewatching them um so yeah that's tv stuff that i've been watching Love also that. um let me just oh plastic hearts by miley cyrus her oh, new yes. album i've listened to that quite a bit uh it's a really solid album you know i love this journey for her that she's going on this little rocker journey <laughs> Little, little rocker journey little rocker moment i think it's fun i think it's cute it, it no it is like a good album like i genuinely do enjoy it um i just feel like i don't like who are you as an artist you know yeah. like she's just she's bopped around so much and like she did the pop thing and she's done more like country, country. leaning stuff and then of course there was like the brief hip-hop phase which was definitely <laughs> um an error <laughs> and now she's doing this rock thing which like i do think she's really well suited to but I'm just kind of like I like literally have no sense of who you are as an artist and like you're no. like a decade into your career and it's like I don't know if that's like such a big deal like whatever like you're putting out like enjoyable music but it is kind of weird I think it's kind of weird when it's like so drastic the changes like mm-hmm. it's not like she started with something and kind of like slowly like when Taylor Swift like changes mm-hmm. up no exactly. kind of her style it's like a gradual like there will be a song somewhere else where you kind of get the vibe of something yeah and then the next album will be but like I don't know with Miley it just feels like it's it's so like this is me now this is me now now I'm this now mm. I'm that it's like are you acting huh, huh I'm acting, acting. That's exactly it. Like I like Taylor Swift's a really good example because like her transition from like country to pop 
into you know folklore was like it was all very gradual yeah it it, feels very like natural progression of things like nothing ever felt like insanely abrupt because like even when like the like musical style might have changed it's like the writing was still similar (laughs) you know like there was still like a similarity and like a certain flow with that but like with Miley Cyrus I'm just kind of like you just seem to like completely reinvent yourself every few years and it's like again like it's it's not like I'm like sitting up at night being like oh my god who is Miley (laughs) Cyrus as an artist who is she but like I couldn't help but think that when I was listening to the new album where I'm just like oh like this is enjoyable but also like how genuine is it how genuine is it and it's like how much like like passion do you actually have for this like I don't know (laughs) whatever the song is she did with our dear doula peep Mm-hmm. Um, yes yeah, yeah there was also did you see the thing about the music video I did yeah yeah where they like apparently just like ripped it off pretty much completely from yeah. this like small female <laughs> rock group like same shots mm-hmm. same kind of like outfit same overall vibe and it's like there's no like there's not a lot of ideas that are original mm-hmm. just like a lot of people can think the same thing at the same time and it's not always like a mm, yeah. but like that feels pretty no exactly <laughs> pretty like you had to have seen that it yeah like I remember like I saw like oh, the no, side-by-side side comparisons of like the music videos and stuff and I was just like oh yeah those are yeah. like there's a difference between like a coincidence and then just like blatantly ripping something off <laughs> right it's like okay like the the mouth shot or whatever Mm -hmm. when it's like I'm sure like there's been places where that's been done Mm -hmm. also but it just feels like too on the nose yeah for it to be like anything other than you just being like I like this let's do it which is like not she does get the flack for that which is not entirely her fault it's Mm -hmm. more the people who have like produce those <laughs> music yeah exactly things like that but still I feel like you should have a uh foot in what you're doing or like a hand in what you're doing I yeah guess. I mean like that's exactly it it's like you never know like how much like creative control artists have over like their music videos and stuff like yeah. maybe they're like really involved maybe they're not like maybe like somebody's coming to them with an idea and it's just like okay whatever but it's like we were saying like with like the Ellen DeGeneres things like earlier in the year where it's just like even if like she like truly had no idea what was going on it's like it's still your name on the show like you still like it like you're responsible for yeah your responsibility to like make sure no one is being treated poorly by the people that you have hired to do the job that they're doing exactly so it's kind of like the same thing with like artists and like their videos it's like okay like even if you're not like actively like choosing like music video ideas like you should at least take some time and like do your due diligence and like make sure that you're not like ripping something off yeah because it's it's too close to not Mm -hmm. be ripped off and I think that's telling yeah no there's definitely there's something there um but the album's good you know it's I've listened to it quite a few times there's some there's some solid songs on it but I just it does kind of feel like oh she's just like play and dress up right now (laughs) it does that's very much what her career feels like each turn it's like oh this is the new character like first there's Hannah Montana and now Mm -hmm. it's like pop Miley now it's rock Miley exactly so it's like I don't know like I guess we'll see what she does in another couple of years um but yeah you know I honestly like 
I don't know. I think like the album was like a like a slight letdown for me because like it's not that it's a bad album. It's just like I loved the covers that she was yeah. putting out so much, like the Heart of Glass and the Zombie one. Um, and even the cover of Help by the Beatles that she did. Like I was just like, I think I almost would have liked it more if it was just like just an covers. album of covers. It's like her voice is like really suited to what she's doing now. Like mm. I feel like that's kind of where her voice should be. But yeah, I don't know. Like maybe it's like songs that we already know and like love that made it more like exciting to hear a different version. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know. Those are my like mixed thoughts on it. <laughs> I also feel there was a lot of hype for it just because of those covers. So yeah, and then it came out and I was like, oh, okay. Okay, like, it's good. It's fine. You know, like, it's good. It's, good. it's fine. Um, I, I don't think it's something that I'm, like, really going to, like, come back to, like, in another month or two. It's like, not well, going to be in your rep next I year. I don't think so. That's a good segue, though. <laughs> You're welcome. Do we want to talk about our Spotify raps for this year? I think there's a lot to talk about. There's... Just, like, across the board. Mm-hmm. A lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. A lot of concerns, personally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah (laughs) (laughs) yep um I think this year's wrapped is very um telling of the year that we have lived (laughs) through yeah yeah yeah. I think there's a lot of interesting choices made by me personally (laughs) that continue to be made throughout throughout the year Mm -hmm. but um how how is yours looking what what did you what was your overall um top genre my top genre was dance pop which is ironic because I did no dancing this year (laughs) not even alone in your Um, room that was really the extent of it you know it's it was tragic that that was my top genre because there were so many songs that came out this year that I was like I'd love to be out dancing to these but instead I am trapped at home um yeah no I feel like my my top genres were like very indicative of like the type of music I listened to it was dance pop number one number two was rock number three was rap number four was contemporary country (laughs) And then number five was soul. So that all feels like fairly accurate. I have to go into mine to see like the breakdown of genre (laughs) because I was just having a breakdown in general. Yeah. No, there was a lot going on. Also, I just feel like this year's raft was like a lot. Like they were like, you discovered 200,000 new artists. I'm like, no, I didn't. No, I I didn't. Like, I'm looking here and it says, you listened to 252 genres this year, including 77 new ones. I'm like, there's no way that I listened to 77 new genres of music. I know. No, it was insane. I don't have a screenshot of it, but like it with the thing with like the, uh, apparently I discovered 277 new artists this year. Like, no, I I was like, I really don't think I did, but thank you so much, Spotify. Okay, my top genres, we'll start bottom up, okay? okay. Just because leave the kicker for the end. Yeah. So five is modern rock. Mm-hmm, okay. And number four is Hollywood, which I'm not entirely sure what that means. Okay, a little ambiguous. I like that. Um, I think it might be because I listened to a lot of Little Shop of Horrors movie soundtrack. Like, is oh, that okay. what you mean by Hollywood? Yeah, maybe, maybe like movie soundtracks, yeah. Maybe. Three is pop. 
Okay. Which is right. That feels right. That feels Two right. is rock. Mm-hmm. And number one, number one is show tunes. <laughs> number one is show tunes. Oh, God. Give him the old razzle dazzle. I did. I really did. <laughs> I am alarmed. But let me just, I did take a screenshot of this. Minutes listened mm-hmm. to show tunes. I just, I'm just going to like make this big for you to see personally. Sure. 16,895 minutes. 68,509 <laughs> minutes. minutes. <laughs> it's a, hey, it's a show tune, baby. It's what are, what am I going to do? Um, That feels insane. Um, and it is. It feels it feels it decidedly is. chaotic yes <laughs> um just very much the tweet that you sent me where it said this year's wrapped felt like a dsm-5 diagnosis yes yeah very <laughs> specifically that. yes i relate to that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um none of my artists are anyone differing from each other they're all from the same thing Literally all five of my top artists are from the Beetlejuice musical. (laughs) Literally all five. Let me stress this again. All five Mm -hmm. of my top artists Mm -hmm. of the whole year, Mm -hmm. full year, are from the same thing, which is Beetlejuice. (laughs) I don't even understand how that's possible. I don't know. I feel like they've got something wrong. You did something wrong. This couldn't have been me. Like, I mean, I will say anytime I saw your activity on Spotify, it did always say you were listening to the Beetlejuice soundtrack. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's not like I looked at your activity every day. So I was like, I guess I'm just catching her on days where she's listening to it. I didn't realize that this was like a day in, day out sort of thing, you know? <laughs> oh, no, you're frozen. It certainly was. Um, my um, my songs my my <laughs> my songs are four out of five. Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. and then the last one is Jesse Jesse by Trixie Mattel. Yeah, that's special. <laughs> I, literally, this is the most embarrassed I have ever been. <laughs> And, like, you listened to 93 hours of Greta Van Fleet last year, so... Last year, I know. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> it's... I one-upped myself. You what did. What can I say? No, like, uh, 2020 Zoe was like, watch. Just watch. I'll raise you. I'll get you. <laughs> I'll raise you that with some Beetlejuice. Yeah. No, that's special. I love that's, that for yeah. you. Oh my what God. are your songs? Oh, okay, great. Thank you for asking <laughs> I thought that's what you asked, but it like was all frozen and weird. So I was like, no, oh. it's saying like my internet is unstable. I'm like, well, me too. Like same. Um, okay. So my top artists, almost all of them I expected. Yes. I would say three out of five. I was like very sure of, I was like, that's not going to be like shocking yeah. at all. So um, number five was Dua Lipa. And to be honest, I'm surprised that she's at number five because I listened to Future Nostalgia just constantly, just all the time. So she was artist number five. Number four was Mac Miller, which I was surprised by because um, his 
posthumous album, Circles, came out at the beginning of the year. And I, li- I guess I listened to it a fair bit. Yeah. Um, but I like I didn't think that I'd listen to his music enough for him to make it onto my list. But I felt very touched that he was there. Um, number three was Taylor Swift. Not a shock. Folklore no. is that bitch. It slapped. Um, number two. This is the one that I really don't understand. <laughs> because I tried so hard. I was like, this is the year. It's like we're gonna break the streak, you know? <laughs> break the cycle. We're gonna break the cycle. Um, somehow five seconds of summer are my my number two top artists this year. And I just I don't understand. It's how. wildflowers fall. It is, it is. You're absolutely is. right. Um, I literally was thinking like in recent weeks, I was like, you know, I don't I don't think five sauce is gonna make it on there this year. I was like, yeah, I listened to their album a fair bit when it came out back in like March or April, yeah. whatever that was. But I was like, I really haven't listened to it since. So, you know, I think I'm good. They've been on I've... there for the last two years, but I think we're finally we're they finally getting their out. Way on. And yet here they are at number two. And maybe then- it was some sort of like um they got like reimbursed for like whatever mishap the 15,000 copies or whatever <laughs> the they're like you copies. you you can get on her list yeah no it's um I do just wonder I'm just like is this just like carried over from previous years like if I just stuck with are them? you trying to embarrass me <laughs> yeah no and it's like I, I have no one to blame but myself like it is my fault that's <laughs> absolutely true um but then my number one little mix number one mixologist she is um i am in the top uh 0.5 percent of their listeners which i mean like that that's that's a lot like that's that's an achievement i would say i would (laughs) she is a number one mixologist and don't Um, you forget that yeah so canada's very own canada's very own hats off to me my top songs this year are um are again not particularly shocking number one levitating by doula peep great song i've listened to it god knows how many times well i do know how many because spotify told me but i don't remember but number two it's wildflower by five seconds of summer yeah regrettably yes yeah uh, number three is Thank You for the Sunday Paper by Miss Katie Crone, yes. who I have uh, mentioned on the podcast prior. Um, number four is Holiday by Little Mix. And number five, another Katie Crone joint called I've Been Lonely. Hey. So she's snuck on there twice. That's so, exciting. That was exciting. Um, yeah. So, I mean, all in all, it wasn't a particularly like surprising Spotify wrapped. Um Oh, and my grand total of minutes listened were 40,296 minutes listened to music or whatever. <laughs> I just like, I I don't know where that time comes from. You know, when you know look either. at it, I'm like, I don't know about that. And I, I looked back on my, my 2019 Spotify wrapped and I only listened to 28,195 minutes. So I nearly like, not oh, quite, not quite doubled, yeah. but like definitely almost there was a, a, a steady increase so I'm like well I guess that's what being in quarantine does to you shows me we're indoors oh god um I was surprised <laughs> I'm gonna be honest I knew it was gonna be on there I I knew it was gonna be on there but I didn't expect it to be on there 
in the capacity <laughs> that it was on there. Yeah, no, it was um, it was startling because Zoe like texted me last night with hers, and she was like, "It's it's all Beetlejuice. <laughs> it's literally all Beetlejuice. Every single artist is Beetlejuice." <laughs> um, are we back? Are yeah. we back? Maybe. Um, I don't know. Okay, well, that's fine. We'll just keep rolling. Keep rolling. Um, I did say already that you texted me and you were like, it's literally all Beetlejuice. It's like every single yeah. every single artist is Beetlejuice. Um, and it was. She was not wrong. It was. <laughs> it was. And you know at the beginning how it showed like that little video where it's like different artists were like flashing? Yeah. There was one direction. I saw them and I was like, okay okay there was Trixie it was like okay, okay. Mm-hmm. there was Beetlejuice and I was like granted yes <laughs> like to be fair there was also TMG and I was like please don't have this be <laughs> please don't have and now I'm like maybe it should have been like, maybe we m- could have had maybe more it would variety have, maybe it would have taken a little bit of TMG yeah maybe but I just like that they showed all of that and yeah. then Yet my entire raft was one thing. It's like you could have just been honest with me from the beginning. Just from the get-go. Like there <laughs> should have just been that. like a message that came up being like, Are you okay? Are you are you okay? Like you we good? know everyone's going through it, but like, are you okay? Like you seem to be going through it just like a little bit more. And I'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah. Not. <laughs> no, you're it was it was definitely shocking. I'm not gonna lie. It, it was, was shocking. A, it was a haunting window into mm-hmm. the life that I lead. Yeah. Yeah. It was I, a glimpse that no one needed to see. Yeah. I, and I feel outed. I I certainly did take note of the fact that you did not post your Spotify no. rap anywhere. No. I was like, this one's personal. This one's for me <laughs> and the people who listen to this podcast. There you go. This is an honestly pod exclusive. Like, it is. Unless you get you, the scoop. <laughs> unless you listen to this podcast, you would never know what Zoe's no. um 2020 Spotify raft was. I think this one doesn't count. <laughs> no, I think that's fair. Like I remember seeing a tweet like months ago being like, okay, so like when Spotify wrapped comes out this year, like we're just gonna ignore it, right? Like yeah, we're this just year, gonna pretend it didn't happen. This year doesn't count. Like <laughs> no. there's just like too much like I was like oh this is fun I like this musical mm-hmm. and then it was like every day was terrible yeah so I was like no but this is fun and then like, it just became too yeah. much no it's like this is the only thing sustaining me yeah. right now so. and it it is um evidenced by my breath <laughs> it I love paints a picture you. I love that it for you I think it's a picture I think it's delightful um <laughs> And I think it's really special that that is, that's where the year took you. It, boy, did it take me. <laughs> that was, that was the journey that you were destined for this week. It was, yeah. This week, this year. <laughs> this week, I didn't even notice. I was like, yeah, it was. It was. Oh, God. Um, yeah, you, like, you'll beautiful. be seeing my next year, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But no, this I. Year, it's private. <laughs> I um like I said I went back to look at my my 2019 wrapped because I'd posted that on my Instagram story so I, I went through my archive and found it and then I was trying to find my 2018 Spotify wrapped yeah I couldn't that was the year where I listened to like 33 hours of five seconds of summer yes um I couldn't find it so I had to go back to the podcast episode where we talked about it in 2018 and so let me just walk you through the last three yes. years of my Spotify wrapped because there is only one constant <laughs> So 2018 was five seconds of summer. 
Yeah. Sean Mendez. <gasps> Shawnee Men. <laughs> Charlie Puth. Uh, Bruno Mars. Okay. And Casey Musgraves. Yes. That was 2018. 2019, Ariana Grande. Yeah. Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Five Seconds of Summer. Yeah. King Princess. <laughs> yeah. And Vampire Weekend. Okay. Which again, that was like, that was throwing me for a little curve. That little feels curveball. years and years and years ago. I know. It's because their new album came out yeah. last year. And I guess I listened to it a lot. And again, it's like artists that have like a fairly extensive discography, you know, like a few albums worth yeah. of stuff. Sometimes I'll just sit there and listen to the whole thing. So that racks it up. That's why Five Sauce yeah, gets me every year. new and you're like, let's get into it. Yeah. And then this it year, is. of course, like, Little Mix, know. Five Seconds of Summer, Taylor Swift, Mac Miller, Dua Lipa. So. Yeah. Dua Lipa. <laughs> Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. <laughs> It's um, it's really fun. Like I really do like rap. Like I think mm-hmm. it's a fun way to like look back on all the things that you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, regardless of what they may be. I was gonna um, say like it's definitely more fun when you have like a variety, variety. to look back on. <laughs> and it's like it's very strange to me because like I know that I listen to a lot of that, mm-hmm. but I just like think that maybe I listen to a lot of other. Like if you look at my top songs. Uh huh. Like, there's a lot of, like, the playlist, not the top five. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of variety in that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people juice. <laughs> there's a lot of other things there, too. Yeah. Including Matchbox 20, which is another journey in itself oh. that my mental health has taken. That's special. I love that. Um, I was listening right. to my... I was listening to my playlist of my top songs. And, like, I was listening to it and I'm like, wow, these are all really good. <laughs> I have great taste. Like, it's literally just, like, all the songs I've listened to for, like, yeah. the last year. And I'm like, yeah, no, these these do slap. <laughs> oh, these are good. Like, Has wow. anyone listened to these? Oh, God. That's, that's beautiful. That's really special. I feel like this wrapped wasn't as, like, aesthetically pleasing as last year's. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, like, a like, little, like, it wasn't like, as my... pretty. Yeah. No, I feel that. That's my <laughs> hot take. <laughs> no I agree it was kind of like okay well yeah fine like it's still fun and fresh and flirty but I felt like last year's was like so yeah it was like it was like cute last year this year it was kind of like okay like you're trying too hard to like make it look like fun and colorful yeah and like answer questions like a quiz oh my god why were we doing that that. no and it said that the genre that I listened to like um decades yeah genre we all know what genre I listen to but the decade was like the 2000s and that was mine I was like that's not correct to what I was listening to like I just listened to the 70s 80s playlist that I have constantly I know the little question came up and it was like what do you think your most listened to decade was and I said 80s because I listened to that playlist a lot and it was like no it's 2000s and then I was like okay honestly that does track because I have my playlist that's like my chick flick playlist and that's like mostly songs from the 2000s and like the most played one apparently was um the tide is high by atomic kitten Uh, so I was like yeah I guess (laughs) no you're right (laughs) No, you're right. No, you're right. But they are fun. I like them. I like seeing everyone's what they've been listening to. Yeah, I find it delightful. I love like looking and being like, oh my god, that person is so much cooler than I'll ever be because I yeah. don't know who any of those artists Same. are. <laughs> Same. Shout out to Iris again. I was literally I'm like just... Iris. I don't. I don't know. 
I was literally just about to be like, not to like shout out her sound again and like make us sound obsessed, but like her Spotify wrapped, I was like, oh, she's like cool. She's cool. (laughs) She is cool. And then there's like me and it's like literally the most like top 40 selection of artists and songs. (laughs) Um, Let me just once again say (laughs) that mine was just Beetlejuice. I mean, like, that's pretty cool, though. Like, for like musical theater kids <laughs> be right back gonna go sing really loudly and vibe <laughs> um that's amazing i love that for you um yeah. what else do we want to what else do we want to chit chat about on this here podcast do you want to get into your podcast the the uh influencer yeah i feel like we should um okay so i follow a youtuber slash influencer named lexi lexi lombard um she's like you know i would say like mid-level youtuber doesn't have like millions of subscribers but has like a pretty like solid base um and i followed her for you know probably like a year or two maybe and like i'm a big fan of her content like she just like has like that like new york city cool girl vibe i'm like a fan you know follow her on instagram follow her on youtube whatever she recently has launched a podcast as every youtuber has decided to do (laughs) i guess let's oversaturate the podcast market baby oversaturate the market and like i guess it's easy to do things when you have like a built-in audience that will like support you um so she launched her podcast the first like full-length episode came out this week and it was about the title was money and body image which are two very like i don't know i would say like controversial controversial (laughs) topics you know and it didn't take long for me to be like oh i i don't like this (laughs) so basically she was talking at the beginning about her first of all her seven streams of income oh or her seven yeah. revenue streams yeah <laughs> which i don't know about our listeners but for me for you that's not relatable no and i mean like that's fine like not everything has to be relatable for it to be enjoyable like there are lots of things that i watch and enjoy and it's not something that is personally relatable to me no but- and also if it is relatable it's mm-hmm. usually like not in the way that she's talking about her like streams of income it's mm-hmm. like oh people have to have multiple jobs to be like afloat sure <laughs> no so journey some of her streams of income or streams of revenue included her youtube channel and like adsense from that um doing like sponsored content on instagram or on youtube selling clothes on depop um writing lettering for <laughs> tattoos yeah um t-shirt Oh, selling merch for her, like, her YouTube channel and stuff. So stuff like that, that um, to me as, like, an average 26-year-old isn't particularly relatable and, like, not really something that I was like, oh, I can also do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I were to, like, if you or I were to have a Depop and, like, sell things, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure people would buy things. Sure. But not enough to count that as a stream of income for myself no I don't go through clothes that often to have like well this season's out let me yeah exactly all of those clothes yeah and like I I made Zoe listen to this episode because I was like I just need you to hear like 
what is going on. Like, and I, I did need to hear it. It's like, I can't even properly like sum it up to you. So it's like, she's talking about all these streams of income and I'm like, okay, all of these are very much dependent on like the first one, which is your YouTube channel. Like you have a YouTube channel. That's great. Like that's something you started. And like, you, like over the last 10 years, you've like generated a following and like, you're able to make money off of that. That's great. But because you have that following on YouTube, you can then use that in other areas it's like if you didn't yeah. have a youtube channel no one would buy your merch if you didn't oh. have a youtube channel people wouldn't know who you were and they probably wouldn't be like aware that you had a depop or they wouldn't be aware that you do like lettering for tattoos like all these things are very much dependent on like this built-in audience that you already yeah. have <laughs> and it's like really really um like disingenuous to like pass it off as something that's like oh anyone can do this like yeah. if I were to go on like I think you and a hi 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 <laughs> hello I think you and I have like relatively nice handwriting like I think we have neat handwriting mm-hmm. that's like cute to look at but if I were to write something out and like <laughs> auction it off for people to like get tattooed on them like probably wouldn't probably wouldn't lead me anywhere you know? oh exactly so that was kind of like my first qualm and I was like okay I mean whatever this is her talking about her experiences that's fine she then was talking about she got on the topic of basically the bigger idea of productivity yeah. um <laughs> but she said and I'm paraphrasing but I'm also using direct quotes direct quotes <laughs> She said, watching five hours of TV before bed is not a hobby. Don't be a loser. Um, just gonna just gonna repeat that again. Mm-hmm. Five hours of TV. Mm-hmm. Not a hobby. No. Don't be a loser. Don't be a loser. And don't she, be a loser. She did say a version of don't be a loser multiple times. Like she's yeah. like, that's what losers do. Don't be a loser. And that's really where I started to like veer into the like I was like oh I really don't like where this is going and like my whole thing is that like she's talking about like you know jobs and side hustles and she's like you should have a hobby because you can make money off of it and I think that is such a toxic mentality to have because it's like not everything that you do not every hobby that you have has to be monetized like you are you are allowed to just do things for the sake of doing them for your own personal enjoyment you don't constantly have to be like profiting off of them yeah there was a I saw on Twitter a couple days ago too it was like that Kurt Vonnegut quote or whatever where he's like talking about like how you can just like do things to do them you don't have to be good at them even like you just you can just do something just to do it like it doesn't have to be anything other than you enjoying something exactly and it's just like obviously like if there is something you're good at like absolutely if you want to make money off of it I think that's great you should but I think like I remember Rachel Whitehurst talked about this a lot um because you know like when she was on YouTube and then she started doing various other things when she would talk when they when her and Chris used to have their podcast um she would talk all the time about feeling guilty for having hobbies that didn't make money you know like she always felt like oh, well, like, I can't just do this for fun or for my own personal enjoyment. Like, I have to be making or profiting off of it. And I, like, I just think that's, like, so, like, such a bad mentality to have because it's just, like, then it makes you think that, like, 
oh, I'm just doing this for enjoyment, then it's not worthwhile. Yeah. It's like it absolutely and then is. I yeah, guess. and then you're a loser. Like that was like some really interesting terminology to use. I and it- also think it's like interesting during like a pandemic to be like talking about how like watching TV makes you a loser. Like there's nothing else to do right now. And if someone is getting like some peace and enjoyment from watching five hours of television, that doesn't make them a loser. That means exactly. they're watching television. Like I don't need some like privileged YouTuber with a podcast to be like you watch too much tv you're a loser it's like okay um that's interesting and it's just like I also just felt like she completely ignored the fact that like there are legitimate mental health reasons that people like aren't productive or you know maybe they do spend hours watching tv because they don't have the energy to do anything else yeah there's no energy to find a hobby no like, exactly you don't get enjoyment out of hobbies like watching tv is just like okay i'll do that like people are allowed to do that like i love watching tv i will absolutely say that's a hobby of mine watching TV yeah. movies um, it is a hobby like i don't care if like that's not lexi's definition of a hobby but like i don't think that makes me a loser i don't think that makes anybody else a loser who like no. enjoy doing it um because also like here's the thing like people are multifaceted so it's like maybe I'm spending five hours a night watching tv but then maybe also I'm like doing something else like I just I don't know it just it really rubbed me the wrong way and it just like I think it's so important that like like being productive doesn't like that doesn't have anything to do with your self-worth like if you're not productive that doesn't mean that you're any less worthy than somebody who like you know is working and has a side hustle and has like a a small business and stuff like that like you're allowed to do as much or as little as you want and that's your prerogative like do whatever you want to do like it's not someone else's business to like call you a loser for like watching tv also like it's very rich um (laughs) coming from someone like not that youtube or like social media isn't like a real job because obviously there are like huge careers that are like Mm -hmm. built off the backs of like social media stuff so like I get that it is, in all technicalities, a job. Yeah, absolutely. However, the people that you're talking to have, like, real life, not internet jobs, where they, like, are somewhere from nine to five, where they, like, work at, like, a McDonald's and have to deal with people being annoying all day and, like, having ridiculous needs. And then... That's exactly it. Watching TV is all there is. (laughs) Like, I just feel like, again, like, not to, like, delegitimate, like, delegitimize youtube or social media as a job like obviously they are like legitimate jobs that people have Mm -hmm. or like career paths but it's so much different and like i feel like so many youtubers and influencers live such a charm life charmed life because like you can make your own schedule like you get to work when you want to work and it's like yeah sure like they're always going to be like deadlines or like brand deals that you need to do and stuff like that but like you're not shackled to a desk for eight hours a day with like a half hour lunch break or you know you're not like on your feet for like 12 hours like working like a retail shift or like a service industry shift where you have like a 15 minute break like and then yeah by the time you get home all you want to do is just like lay down and watch tv like that's fine like that's there's nothing wrong with that it just like it really pissed me off and then like of course you know she was like reposting people listening to it and everybody was just like oh my god like loving the podcast episode like oh my god like loved the app like this was so great and I'm like I don't know (laughs) it also feels like kind of stupid from her 
point mm-hmm. to like talk to people who are her viewers of the content she makes uh-huh. and basically say stop spending so much time watching content like okay yeah. like, like they're gonna stop watching you then if they have to go sell t-shirts do lettering for tattoos sell their clothes on depop like they're gonna be busy so yeah exactly no time for you it just I don't know I hate the idea that like people feel like they can't just like have hobbies that like aren't monetizable or I hate people that like feel like I hate that people feel like they can't just like watch tv you know like you don't have to be and like especially this year like during a pandemic like I don't know the fact that like we're just getting out of bed every day or like feet (laughs) like that's a feat or just like like sometimes like literally like there are some days where it's just like well I was able to brush my teeth so like that's like a pretty good win in my book and so it's just like you know I don't know like Lexi's like history with like mental health or anything like that so I don't want to like sit here and like call her like neurotypical because like I don't know if that's the case but like I just I hate when people approach things from such a neurotypical point of view where it's just like well just get up and be productive just get up and be happy and it's just like that is so fucking hard sometimes and especially this year and also like oh wow I didn't think of that like let me just do the thing wow that's groundbreaking thank you so much for that that's the thing it's just like yeah I spend a lot of time watching tv and movies and it's like partially because I enjoy it but also partially because sometimes that's all I can like do and yeah yeah, are there a lot of times where I'll be like doing that and I'm just like hmm I could be doing this I could be doing that maybe I should do this yeah absolutely of course but there are just some times where that's not feasible (laughs) yeah and sometimes that's just that's gonna have to be that way and that's fine like if it needs to be that's fine yeah I don't know just like don't tie your self-worth to your productivity level because that's not that's not fair on you (laughs) no not at all a really frustrating episode and then she got into like answering questions from her followers and there was one question and it was um how do you feel about the word fat which like I should maybe just like say for the benefit of the audience that like Lexi is not a fat woman no so like why somebody was asking a thin woman what she felt of the word fat just like seemed kind of odd to me (laughs) yeah it it just feels like maybe it's not her place to answer that but um keep asking questions keep asking questions stay curious stay questioning um and then of course Lexi's answer was deranged (laughs) it was like too too into it right off the bat like I love it I used to hate it but I love it and then she went on into like a whole saga of being like I would literally jump off a roof like it was like so like dramatic it was like I would literally want to die in front of everyone if I was called that like I would just cry myself to sleep if someone called me fat because I used to think like fat equals ugly and then she just went on and on about that for so long that I was like oh it oh, was no. it was a lot and it was like I said this to Zoe like we were talking about it the other day or something and it's like obviously like the idea of like the word fat being synonymous with ugly is something that I think like a lot of people have like dealt with over the years yeah. because that's like what like media for so long has kind of perpetuated yeah like, fat is bad fat is ugly and so it's like yeah that's like maybe like a personal journey that like you've gone on to like overcome but again like as a thin woman <laughs> 
I don't really care. It's deranged. And I don't really need to hear you be like, I used to think that fat men I was ugly. And it's like, okay. And then she did the like classic thing of being like, it's okay if I have a little bit of fluff on my body. Like, don't, don't. People who use the word fluff. Jail. 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 (laughs) Abolish prison systems but jail jail for people who call fat fluff yeah but like you were just about to say it's like she says she loves the word fat and then uses fluff like "Mm." what's the truth you don't like it because you don't want to say you have fat on your exactly because despite everything that you've just said you still associate it as something negative and if somebody was just like oh you've got some extra fat on you i mean like people shouldn't comment on your body that's fine but like like you don't want to associate the word fat with your body no, you wouldn't say that you've proved to us that you wouldn't say yeah because you just you just swapped out fat for fluff exactly so what's the truth miss ma'am it just like was so irritating because i'm just like you're like really not the voice that like i'm like looking to hear from on this topic and like i just no. don't know why like you know she got who knows how many questions it's like you didn't have to answer that one like frankly like it's not for you to answer no that was like picked out to be like i'm gonna make myself sound good and it's like okay she also kept referring to like body neutrality and like that feels like very very opposite from like anything that's kind of going on like that Mm. feels like neutrality like don't talk about it and everyone is okay it's like no you need to talk about it because like there's certain bodies that are normalized and then there's certain bodies that are like shame shame exactly so like neutralizing things that doesn't really that doesn't really help no it's like if you like I feel like this quote is like really dramatic for like the situation but it's like what is it where it's like if you remain neutral then like you're on the side of the oppressor like I feel like that's like definitely like not for this context but like it's kind of like along those same lines where it's just like well if you're like remaining neutral about like bodies or whatever then it's like you're not actually like advocating for body positivity or like fat liberation or whatever you're just like well whatever yeah it's just like well I think everyone's fine, but I'm not going to talk about it. Like, yeah, just, exactly. Like, keep it hush hush, which is like, that feels weird and shamey. Like, it does. I don't love it. And just because I have a little extra fluff on my body doesn't mean that I'm ugly. I love, I love that sentiment coming from like thin women where they're like, just because I like have a little bit of extra fluff, just because like I've, you know, gained a few pounds over the pandemic, like that doesn't make me any less beautiful, any less lovable. And I'm like, wow, you're groundbreaking this this point that I wanted to bring up Mm. was that currently I'm seeing a lot of like tweets and Instagram stories and like cute little like infographics on Instagram about that about how like it's okay if you gained a little weight during the pandemic like Mm -hmm. your body is kind to yourself (laughs) yourself, your body's going through a lot of changes like where is that energy the rest of the time? Just because it now personally affects you in some mm-hmm. way. You're like, actually, like, fat people are okay. I'll say it. Like, it's <laughs> I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be spicy and say that. They're all right. Yeah, I don't fine. mind them. And it's like, you don't owe being skinny to anyone. You don't owe, you don't owe anyone that. Not You don't owe it. Not a single soul being skinny. No, I like that it literally took 
a global pandemic for gaining weight to be somewhat normalized. People are going to be like posting that kind of content now being Mm -hmm. like, it's fine to gain weight. Like you don't be kind to yourself, be kind to other people. Like I'm going to have, I kind of need you to have talked about that before mm-hmm. or I'm gonna need you to like continue that like post-pandemic yeah when everyone's gonna be at the gym and everyone's gonna be cleansing and like doing all that stuff <laughs> like I need that same energy then and I know it's not gonna happen because you're gonna yeah. be like on the kick too you're gonna be like juicing exactly it's like I feel like I don't know I feel like there's something with like like thinner people right now we're like they almost feel like a little bit like liberated because they're like yeah like I can gain a little bit of weight and like it's okay like people are gonna be like really supportive of me actually because like we're in a pandemic and like it's okay so it's like if I gain a little bit of weight like I'm actually gonna be like an inspiration I'm kind of like spicy I can like post my role finally Mm -hmm. exactly and then I can like a step up so I can finally show it off in the mirror wearing my (laughs) matching Calvin Klein bralette and underwear Really, always Calvin really. Klein. Yeah, always a white bed sheet. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Calvin Klein. So I feel like there's like very much that going on. But then yeah, like as soon as like, you know, the pandemic is like over or it's like people can like get back to gyms and like get yeah. back more to like regular life. I feel like it's very much gonna go back to like the old way of thinking where it's yeah. just like, well, you have to like maintain like a thin figure at all times and you can't gain weight. <laughs> and we're like going once again, we're like approaching Christmas rapidly. And for like people who have body issues, people who are fat. Christmas is difficult yeah because all you hear constantly before and during it's like oh my god I'm gonna indulge and have a cookie like it's gonna be so bad (laughs) I'm gonna be so terrible and eat a meal that like literally most people eat around this time like (laughs) there's gonna be that immediately followed by the new new year new me Mm -hmm, I'm gonna get a different body like can we get a beach body (laughs) beach bod like there's gonna be that and that's every year that's what happens and just if you're if you're thinner if you're on the thin side and you've started to gain weight during this and have like kicked into like you know my body's changing be kind to yourself when new year comes I'm watching yeah (laughs) that's all I'm gonna say we got eyes on you we see you I I had this thought the other day and like it probably like is going to seem like really rudimentary but like um rudimentary north um <laughs> <laughs> I love him Rudy North but like I feel like people like some like oftentimes are like oh like you know like I'm going on like a fitness journey or like a weight loss journey but like I'm not like fat phobic like it's not like I like whatever and it's like I kind of just like had like the realization I'm just like if you are like dieting or if you are losing or if you're dieting or if you're exercising with the sole intention of losing weight that's fat phobic yeah like like if you are working out to like gain strength if you're working out to get more flexible yeah that's fine like, like in shape like your lungs and yeah. like organs like that kind of in shape mm-hmm. like that's fine but like if you are like doing these things with the sole intention of i need to lose weight that's fat phobic that's fat phobic and like you can talk about like oh well it's just like for me it's just like my personal journey Mm -hmm. like that's just saying like I think everything about you and how you look is gross yeah and I don't want to be that but like that's fine for you yeah but like I don't want to be disgusting couldn't be me (laughs) like won't be me Ooh. 
yeah that I like was thinking about that recently because like there has been like so much posting about like it's okay to like have gained weight during this time and it's just like I've also gained weight during this time like it happens it happens um it's like that's just like that's literally just what happens when you're like eating the same amount that you normally eat and just like not moving not going (laughs) anywhere like not even to different levels just like same place exactly so it's just like I've seen that and like you know you've started to see like the the holiday shame about eating and stuff and it's just like I was I was just thinking about it I'm just like if you are working out with the sole intention of losing weight then like that's fat phobic I don't care like how many like ways you try to like spin it and again like you were saying like oh like it's just a personal preference for me it's just like your personal preference is like that you don't want to be fat and that's fat phobic so like I don't know like no one's gonna force you to be anything but like some people just are and you just like actively being like well I can't possibly be that person that there's something there (laughs) there's something something to unpack there I am thankful though to be out of an office during Christmas like that does feel nice like because I I don't want to listen to like some older woman Mm -hmm. (laughs) just be like oh my god there's cookies out I can't do it I can't do it oh my god I need this cookie like I need a hole in the head (laughs) like oh just don't eat it no don't have it I don't know what it is about like middle-aged like white women like in an office setting yeah but like the amount of like triggering body comments that are made is like through the roof astronomical (laughs) astronomical astronomical it's a lot. It's a it's lot. A lot. <laughs> is there anything else? Oh my goodness! That's I happening. We, like us added so much. Maybe uh, maybe I'll save my conversation about remembering oh, people and not. Remembering I do want to have that. Write it down. I, I have it in my about notes. It. I think that'll be. I think we'll we'll save that for another episode yeah. because I feel like we've already like definitely gone over time with this one. Um, but stay tuned for an upcoming episode. Oh my where god! So we have like So we're gonna get really existential. <laughs> we cry a little bit, just a little bit. Could be fun. Um, in the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's not the first thing I normally say when we do this, but that's fine. We're just gonna roll with it. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast it wherever also, like, you listen to it. A little bit, <laughs> I know. And I was like, oh. Um, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. It means a lot to us. Um, if you do leave us a review, don't forget don't forget to send us a screenshot, and we'll send you a limited edition Honestly Mod sticker. Limdish. Um, anyway, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at honestlypod or .com slash honestlypod. Um, we also have a website, which is the honestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home! <laughs> it will lead you nowhere. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you can also send us an email at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know what your Spotify wrapped was. Um, (laughs) Tell us if you like Beetlejuice the musical. Yeah, was that that make up your entire Spotify wrapped? Let us know. Um, And then I already said the thing about rate, review, and subscribe at the top. That's fine. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Twelve days of Podmas. Twelve days of Podmas. Thank you. Starting soon, we'll be um, leading up to Christmas. We do twelve days of podcast recommendation every day. So if you're a listener. Who would like to listen to more fun pods? We'll we'll give you some recommendations. So that's coming up. Twitter and Instagram, look out for that. Keep Use the hashtag because we have 
a hashtag that we, we made. We we so. created the twelve days of Podmas hashtag. So it's there, baby, because of it's us. There. Enjoy. <laughs> Is that it? I think that's all. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>